1: Welcome back. It's Recovery Sort Of, the podcast, where we explore the struggles of life, the challenges of mental health and recovery, and the spaces between. We express our personal views on life here, and this podcast is not meant to replace medical advice or tell anyone the right way to live. This podcast is best used as a place of curiosity and questioning to accompany you on your journey. Be aware there is strong language. Here we go.
2: So, self-care is one of those things that I've heard, I hear thrown around a lot, and I don't always know I quite understand what it means in certain ways I think that I do a good job at it, and in other areas I really struggle. Um, I did recently hear a cool uh, internet fucking saying of like, discipline is the ultimate form of self-care. It is giving up something in the current for something better in the future.
0: Ooh, yeah, I, I don't that. like that. Yeah. <laughs>
2: so I like that because I think of things like, you know, for me where it came in was like getting up and like going to the gym in the morning. Like I don't have a really good time to fit that in, but I feel like it's super important for my mental health and my physical health you know, of daily exercise. Mm-hmm. And so I end up where it fits best and where I've been the most consistent over the last couple of years is getting up at 5.30, you know, getting up at five, going to the gym at 5.30, you know, fitting it in before work. I've tried some other things in afternoons and evenings and I've not been near as consistent. But I hate fucking getting up in the morning. I definitely hate getting up at 5.30 in the morning. I would much rather stay up late. Like, especially now it's football season. Fucking football games are on it eight o'clock and so some of the games are on till 10 11 and if I do that then I'm not getting up at (laughs) 5
0: DVR yeah
2: yeah, then I hear the score yeah, and it's. Yeah. No, you I don't gotta have stay off. You to gotta re- stay I, off. Fuck all that. Yeah, I DVR. I, yeah, I can't do that. Not for live sports. Never. I'll DVR <laughs> everything else. I fucking live <laughs> sports are.
1: Yeah, it's different. I won't watch a recorded live sport. Oh yeah, I'll event, watch it. Like, I'll, for tonight's
0: game. I'll be watching that tomorrow. I uh, will yeah. watch a little bit tonight. I'll
1: watch oh, the first half and go to bed.
2: I'll super try tonight to like record it and then try to get through it. But if I don't like get to watch it tomorrow, like at work, I'll try to put it on and kind of watch in my periphery. And even that's not as fun. Like, it's way more fun to watch. You can live. just tell but us anyway. you're fucking off at work.
1: What's that? <laughs> you can just tell us you're fucking off at work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. um, that's interesting. I, hearing you say that, like...
2: And I probably bitched up. The guy probably said it way better. I'm just paraphrasing it into yeah, a that yeah. fit it in my brain.
1: Well, I was trying to think through, and, and I had a different thought than I would, I think, than I would typically have, because like, it kind of caught me off guard when you were sharing the dilemma about the gym thing. And I was like maybe self-care is the compromise between the ideal state of functioning you would like to have and what your human body can do and feels <laughs> good in, right? So maybe the ideal is, well, if I get up in the morning, I can go to the gym five days a week, and that's my ideal of what makes a good human. But maybe the compromise is when I go into evenings, I tend to make it three times a week, and that's how I make the self-care compromise with my body and my ideals. <laughs> I was like, huh. That's really fast. I don't know. I've never thought of that. So there you go. Well, the whole gym
2: <laughs> experience is different in the afternoon than it is in the morning. There is like half the amount of people there at fucking five in the morning as there are at 430 or five in the afternoon. And the whole like waiting for people to get done with shit so you can get on like that whole experience makes it that much worse, too. <laughs>
1: It's interesting. I like the right amount of people at the gym because I ha- can't stand it when it's crowded. And I also can't stand it when it's totally empty. And there's I like me and two other empty. people. I love I it if it's empty that. too. I would maybe. like
2: it if it was just me. Maybe <laughs> like, I, I'd be fine. I put my fucking headphones on and I'm.
0: Maybe it'd be worth good. paying more for a more expensive gym that's not as crowded and popular. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what options are around, but, like, I know my gym is, like, never, like... I'm never having to wait for equipment.
2: The one at my house, by the house, is super close. I mean, that's the... It's two minutes. You know Mm. what I mean? So, it's super close.
0: Is the Y that much further for you?
1: Mm, Probably not. Okay.
0: Might be worth checking out and seeing how crowded it is. I
1: I don't know how crowded it is in the evenings. I always go in the mornings at, like, really off times, like, 8.45 a.m. Other people are working. Yeah, so... I'm not sure, but it might be worth checking out if it's not. Because right. I thought the same thing. I've thought about leaving the Y because we have this stupid, ridiculous, way too much membership, and it's only me that uses it. And I'm like, I could go to any gym, but I don't uh-huh. want to drive to any of the other gyms. Right. So I'm like, why is easiest? Well, yeah. and
2: I mean, where that idea first came up for me was thinking of doing like the either the like cold exposure or the sauna exposure, like that stuff's supposed to be really healthy. Like, I'm getting a little older, so I've learned like I have some like joint issues and things that are starting and i played sports my whole life and had all kinds of injuries so now all the shit that they told me was going to happen when i get older like oh yeah your knees all fucked up you're probably going to have arthritis when you're older you know and Mm -hmm. shit like that like my shoulders are kind of not great (laughs) and the hot and
0: cold is supposed to be good for that yes it it helps
2: reduce inflammation Okay. So anytime you can reduce that inflammation in your joints and stuff, it's supposed to help.
1: Well, back to that uh, idea of like self-care is the discipline of creating a better future or something in light of the present. I, I totally disagree. Uh, my whole idea of life is that we keep creating this uh, made up fantasy land in our head. That is the future that only exists in our mind in the present because that's the only thing life really is, is right now. So I, I'm a believer in, like, if it ain't about feeling good right now, to some level, and this isn't like a chaotic, just chase feeling good, pleasure-seeking thing, but, like, yeah, that's if, where it, I take it. <laughs> if it doesn't feel good for me now, I've missed the fucking point of feeling good in this action. Because if it doesn't feel good now, the, the future isn't there. It's not mm-hmm. there. It's always about now. That's going to be a now in the future.
0: <laughs> so you save for retirement because it feels good to know that you are saving For your future?
1: So my idea of self-care, I guess, as opposed to this idea of, you know, the discipline of a better future or whatever, is more I am able to give myself what I need, not what I want in the moment. That's the idea for me of self-care.
2: And we need Jenny to talk about middle path, like the balance between, you know. She can bridge
1: the gap between those (laughs) two. Because
2: I immediately, like anytime anyone says that like everything's all about the right now, I'm like... Do you know what that means in my head? (laughs) That means I'm going to spend all my money and not fucking go to work because that isn't any of the shit I want to do. Like, I mean, it doesn't make my life completely miserable, but it's certainly not. If I'm worried about dying tomorrow, I ain't going to fucking work. That's for sure. I ain't worried about saving for the future. That's for sure. I'm fucking spending it all and doing it all right now. (laughs) Right, 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 right. No, I get it. I mean, that's
1: that philosophical question that, like, I keep asking myself. How do I get up and move forward in my day and take these fucking mundane steps to live this weird, stupid, boring ass life we all live of going to works from nine to fives, right? Like, how do I do that every day when I know I'm going to die and it's all going to end? And the people I love could tragically fucking be ripped away from me at any minute. Yeah, I don't have the yeah. answer for that one, but we're talking about self-care. thing. Yeah, so I won't self-care. Pro- I won't pose that question today. <laughs> right? Uh so what is self care? How how do you, we do it? How do we conceptualize it? Is it a thing you do? Is it? I feel like I keep reading how um, our our younger generation, my kids, you know, the older teenagers, like their version of self care is these little treats throughout the day. And like I'm not opposed to treating ourselves and being good to ourselves, but I don't know that that hits all the marks of what I hope self care is for people. You know. Mm-hmm. So what what do you guys do in self care? How do you think about it? I mean, and this is part
2: of my struggle with it is immediately I think of it as like all the physical aspects of like taking care of myself. Like Mm -hmm. to me, that's self-care, but I miss some of like maybe the emotional and spiritual parts of it. That's where I'm more lacking. And just that concept of self-care usually has to do with physical things eating, exercise, sleeping, like all these physical aspects. Mm.
1: I mean, they're important for sure. Right. Like I, I definitely have like, what do they call it? I love when they call it sleep hygiene. Yeah. Like I got rules around my sleep. It is boundaried. It feels good most of the time. And I love that. Uh, my my nutrition, the same. I'm in the middle of my goal now is to like get additives and sugar to a much lower level of my intake. And like, you know, I'm hit and miss with how I do with that, especially around the holidays with all these lovely desserts. But I'm feeling good about the movements in that direction, you know, and like, yeah, uh, if I don't get a certain amount of physical activity, and and maybe even, and maybe this crosses over from the the physical portion of self care to like, for me, it's I got to be in the woods a little time each week in order just to fucking let my brain do something it does in the woods and doesn't seem to happen many other places. And I don't know what that is. But like, All these are definitely super important for a foundational level. I think sleep is the one that most humans we don't get well and is the most important one to all of us each and every day. I believe personally
0: sleep is really critical. Yeah, definitely. Um, My undergrad research final semester project was on sleep. It's really critical for so many, so many. Yeah. Just to function as a human interestingly that's that's what i'm really good at so i don't have to prioritize it because i just know i like my sleep i like to get eight hours and so oh god and i'm like i've
2: been doing it better but it's such a waste of time
0: (laughs) (laughs) um so i've been really prioritizing self-care over the last couple of months um since you know this this breakup that i went through earlier uh earlier in the year and finding that in the midst of that relationship I was not doing a great job of prioritizing self care. Um so I've actually like created a checklist for myself of, mm-hmm. of self care items. And so I put down the ones that I knew, all of the things that I knew contribute to me feeling good. Hmm. About myself, within myself. Yeah. Um
1: That's that's like a it's almost like And not that it has to get this complicated because we don't want it to feel bad for anybody but like even exploring that idea of just what feels good for me what feels good in my life like there's so many subcategories of ways that the things we do impact that so that's huge
0: right yeah and so i made this checklist and i love it because it um you know it's literally like a grid where i can check off the things that i'm doing each day and it's in rainbow order like all of the different items are a slightly uh, evolving tint Um, so the more check marks I give the more rainbowy it starts to look (laughs) and I love rainbows I love color Um, so that's very reinforcing just the act of checking these boxes and when I was making it what I really didn't want it to do is to turn into some kind of thing where it felt like productivity and achievement and discipline and so (sighs) i do have on there like chores and errands but that is the only thing so it is not unload the dishwasher go grocery it's not like all of the mundane things that i feel like i should do because that doesn't make me feel good Mm -hmm. when i focus on those things so for me you know it's um It's things that make me happy. So I have things on there like socializing. That's something that is really good for me when I can get out and interact with other people. That makes me feel good. Um, Doing art is on there. That's not when I do a ton. But again, something that I know I like to do that makes me feel good. I have stuff for my recovery like meetings and sponsor. And, um, you know, I have like journaling and reading. Um, Meditation is one that's on there. Uh, and then I have a lot of exercise ones. I have like yoga, and I have hiking, and I have running, and I have weightlifting, because these are all things that make me feel, first of all, they reduce my physical pain when I'm doing them, and then also from a mental perspective, I think they help me significantly, and so what I found is the days that I am able to check multiple boxes on my list are days that I feel better. Um, and that's self-reinforcing as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's interesting. And, and as I'm doing this, I'm starting to see like it's really good for me to kind of keep track too. Like my sponsor wants me to go into more meetings. And so I can look back and say, okay, well, how many meetings am I actually going to? And um, the meditation's one that I've been struggling with and I have documented evidence of uh, yeah. this is what I'm struggling with. And so then I can start to dig into like why why is that one such a struggle for me mm-hmm. and and i've been kind of like exploring well is it because i you know feel like i can't focus because the dogs are always around and so can i solution for that or is it because i feel like i don't have a meditation Process or practice or guidance because I do the guided meditations that that feels good And so I'm aversive to it because of that And so I recently started a new app for meditation and it feels better. Hmm. I like this one better So now I'm finding that I'm starting to be able to meditate and starting with baby goals, too Right like I'm for the meditation. It's like that's something I'm struggling with and so the goal isn't to do it for 20 minutes a stretch because I'm less likely to want to do that so I've been doing seven minutes mm-hmm. and that feels manageable and once I get a good pattern then I can maybe up it a little bit but being really um, giving myself a lot of grace the goal is not to beat myself up if I don't Correct. check the items on my list but to like congratulate myself when I do
1: and that's that's a really tricky part for the meditation thing just to like reinforce what you're doing I started meditation the first time ever and then got back into it the same way by saying what amount of minutes will i fucking do every day and maybe that's two whatever it is and then i added a minute a week to what i was doing and that just felt nice and then when it stopped feeling nice i slowed down and didn't add a minute and like yeah do it in the way that you can do it that's all that matters right um and i love that you pointed out like Uh, at the end there, the idea that like you're not trying to judge yourself if you don't check the boxes, you're trying to celebrate when you do. Um, I think not getting to the intention of checking the boxes maybe is the place for a good exploration of, like you said, why? What's hard about this? What's keeping me from getting to that? What gets in the way, right? But we can't have that safe exploration when we have that negative, shameful kind of response to ourselves around not getting the boxes checked. That's my hesitancy around any checkbox form of self-care is like the first step in my mind of self-care is understanding that when I'm applying self-care to myself, I'm parenting. I'm parenting myself in that moment. That's what self-care is. And where am I parenting from? Is it this angry, critical, judgmental, shameful place that I got parented from? Or is it this really loving and compassionate place of like, hey, you checked one box today, man. That's really good strides. Like, this must have been a really tough day if you didn't have the space to get to all those check marks. How can we take better care of you for that? And that's where we, like, the first step of self-care is understanding that I got to come from a different place of parenting than I got. Because that's what got missed in the first place. And if we're just self-caring from that same parenting place, like, same cycle. Yeah, and it's weird you said something about like not looking
2: at it from a productivity place. And I actually like I think that works better for me to look at it from a productivity place. Mm-hmm. Like I got a smartwatch or whatever you call it that tracks, you know, all kinds of metrics and steps and all that shit. And that stuff has been more motivating for me to be like, Oh, yeah, maybe I do want to try to hit this bunch of steps a day. So maybe right. I should get up and walk during the day, because I can sit at my desk for three hours straight, you know, get up and go to the bathroom, get a coffee, that's it, you know, but this thing reminds me to get up and move, or it started, it does sleep score, so I started looking at my sleep score, and I want to get a higher score, like, I don't want to be at 64, you know, 64 sucks, I want to be up at 80 or whatever, and so I pay attention, all right, hours matter, maybe staying up till 10.30 or 11 o'clock, even though it feels good in the moment, doesn't serve me so you know so it's been for me almost the opposite of like some of that like productivity aspect of it has been a better motivator for
1: me to do it (laughs) my challenge to everybody who is in love with productivity is uh live a life for a week where the most productive thing you can do and the way you can win the game is to take as many moments and breaks and minutes as possible to just breathe and not do anything else That's the most productive thing you could do for a week. And I'm curious what that experiment would lead to. So any of you productivity people, Billy, please feel free (laughs) to text me next week and let me know if you tried it. Um, I I think the problem with productivity is it's always about getting something done, which involves constant motion. And I'm a real big believer in like a lot of our self-care and our calmness and stillness in our nervous system needs to first come from still in the body and not doing more. Um, And we don't have any place where we're like, hey, I was productive this weekend for resting and laying on my couch and doing absolutely nothing and giving my body what it needed. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, on this, like meditation is one of the metrics (laughs) and it does count the minutes and the whatever, like you rate your you know, calmness, not self-reported, but I get to rate how I feel after the meditation or whatever. But it's, so this had me thinking when you were talking about meditation. So I meditate, I have sort of a routine in the morning and meditation fits in there some days. What happens though sometimes is that just, you know, cause everything doesn't always fit exactly like I want. So I get up and I go to the gym and sometimes the routine takes a little longer or right. things get a little out of whack. So then I'm running a couple minutes behind and it's like I have enough time to meditate as long as everything goes right. But then if I get backed up a little bit, it's going to make me late for work. Mm -hmm. And so there was a period of time where I was like, well, if meditation fits in, then it fits. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. And most recently, and again, this is a luxury that I do have a little bit. Most recently I said, fuck it, I'm going to be late for work. Like The meditation part is more important than being to work you know mm-hmm. right at 7 30 like if i get there at seven forty, you know right i mean th- there is a little bit of internal struggle there because i'm the boss and right, that could right, be right. setting a bad precedent and i am going to tell them they need to be there at 7 30 but then i'm not necessarily there at 7 30 but for my own like say well-being i found mm-hmm. that maybe this is a justification, but they're going to like me better. If I took that 10 minutes to meditate than if I got there at seven thirty. <laughs> so,
1: I actually had a similar kind of thing recently. I, um, Tuesdays and Thursdays, I see people really early. Um, and it doesn't even let me get my kids on the bus. I got to like hand them off mid process of getting them ready for school to get to work on time. And I, I realized that the other morning I had like, for whatever reason, I was just enjoying my morning. I kind of lost track of time. And I was a little behind my schedule. And, uh, I started brushing my teeth a little frantically and I was like feeling that feeling in my chest. Oh fuck. I gotta be there on time. God, how am I going to set this up and make everything quicker to get there on time? Right. And I, I caught myself like five seconds into the fucking rolling steam train of thoughts. And I said, hold on this person. I see this first person I see this morning would much prefer. I be two minutes late than for me to feel this. I absolutely guarantee it. I know it. I'll ask them when I go in session, they will, they will, gladly not want me to feel this for two minutes. So why am I doing that to me? So I stopped, right? And look, I was 14 minutes early for work, but that's indifferent. But it's like, yes, I got to have that space. And meditation has helped me a lot. And what I'm finding more now is it's not even just the meditation times. There's a lot of times throughout my day when my brain is clicking on and going, hey, breathe for a second. Feel yourself. Be inside your body for a minute. The biggest of which was the other day I had a couple cancellations. I went, took care of errands, got my lunch. I got back. I had 22 minutes left. Right. And I was like, Oh, what can I cram in here? I could edit some podcasts. I could do this The other thing I gotta do for work. I could do. And I was like, Whoa, why, (laughs) why with every amount of minutes we have in our day, do we instantly go to what else can I get done before my next thing? And I stopped and I just spent 22 minutes sitting there with myself thinking not thinking. I don't know. It was interesting, but I feel like, do we ever do that? And I think we need that. I think that is self-care.
2: Yeah. Well, and so this, the self-care idea recently, my misconceptions around it came up because uh, my wife and I were having a conversation and somehow it got to, she said, well, you know, what is the most important thing in your life right now? And I said, Oh, us and our relationship. Mm. And she said, well, that sounds nice, nice, but no. right?" And I said, oh, then what, maybe my recovery? And she said, well, no, taking care of you needs to be your biggest priority. Like you can't put, you know, if you're not taking care of you, then you're not going to be good at taking care of all these other things. Yes. And I was like, oh, yeah, I don't ever look at it that way. Like, I put myself, weight. like, I need to, like, our relationship, I need to sacrifice, you know, if I feel good or don't feel good or, like, I don't feel a right to go home and say, hey, honey, I'm really just tired. Can we just kind of take it easy tonight and do nothing? Like, I don't feel like talking, you know. I wouldn't, like, oh, no way. (laughs) Like, I'm not saying that. (laughs) Wow, okay. You know, but i love that. yeah so yeah it was like huh maybe my ideas around self-care and so it just got me to looking at like all what i think of as self-care is really just physically taking care of myself Mm. no kind of like emotional or mental taking care of myself
1: and and like i don't point this out to be to to i want this to be a useful piece of information for you billy what you just said to me in my mind, isn't that you don't put stock in taking care of these other needs that your body has. It's that for the most part, you're generally unaware of them. Right. And how to touch with them. And like, that's, that's a big statement and a big exploration. You know what I mean? Uh, at least from my point of view, maybe it's not.
0: <laughs> well, I think that feeds really perfectly into your theory of self care. Um, I was gonna say one thing in terms of like the discipline or Maybe not discipline but productivity slash achievement perspective that Billy you were saying really motivates you I think I think it's good to be motivated by a sense of accomplishment But what do you do when you don't accomplish? Because is the flip side of that then to beat yourself up for not meeting that accomplishment like if you're really motivated by like oh, I wanna I want to hit my step goal and that is, that's self-reinforcing. Yeah. I think that's good. Yeah, but if you from. don't.
2: Yeah. And it's interesting because that seems to matter on, and maybe this is somewhat good, but like the steps thing are like, uh, whatever. Like that's just something. Like I don't, if I make the whatever, 10,000 steps or whatever, it fucking starts beeping at me, telling me I did good that day. Like, great but if i don't hit that i don't really care but like the meditation one and the sleep one feels a little more important so i do kind of look at those a little higher priority because i feel like they're more important
0: but do you beat yourself up when you get a low sleep score
2: no i usually feel like oh i'm not doing a good job i guess maybe it is Mm beaten. i usually look at like oh i'm not (laughs) yeah i'm not taking i need to kind of work at that a little better or, or be more mindful of that stuff so i guess it is like i don't feel like i like oh you're such a piece of shit or anything but right. i do uh, sort of like oh i'm not doing good at this i need to focus
1: more on that it's the pillow fight version of a gangbang <laughs> right <laughs> right hmm yeah okay so yeah I, I i think you're right uh that was great to point out Yeah. It's it's that where am i parenting from mm around the self-care and how well I'm doing with Well, it's interesting so
2: and now I'm thinking a little more usually what it is is like how can I do better what Mm. can I do more of what did I do wrong today like did I have coffee late did I eat something too (laughs) and I think start trying to pick it apart yeah and
1: I think the better question is how did today get so tough that I lost the ability to take care of myself that other things became bigger than me How did that happen? So um, I'm going to draw this for Billy and Caroline, obviously, and I'm going to do my best to get a, a, you know, a version of this on our video version of the podcast. But to try to explain it to you out loud so you can sort of picture it, it's not too complex. Uh, I'm going to draw a big circle on a piece of paper, a blank piece of paper. Right. And this circle to me represents how much space we have. To care about anybody, anything, take care of, put effort into anything in our life, right? And in the middle of this circle, I draw a smaller circle, right? Now, And the way I understand this, there's probably billions of circles between the smaller circle and the bigger outer circle of different levels of priorities and things that I put energy into in general. But for the easiest version of this, this is all we need to know is there's a big circle with a little circle in the middle, right? This big circle does not get bigger we don't get more resources or energies to put into things. This is our finite amount, right? So anytime things outside our circle get more energy than that little middle inner circle, which is us, right? If other things take up too much space in their size, they actually squish our little inner circle down upon us, which is why it feels so stressful and pressure. So The idea in my head is this is a way to conceptualize self-care, right? It's a way to think about when am I allowed to and what exactly am I supposed to do in this moment? Just from a real basic level before we can figure out any like perfect behaviors that are right for our body and how to take care of us. The initial idea is anything that's outside of how we feel, how well we're doing in the moment right now is outside of our little middle circle and it's got to stay out there and we've got space to put energy into it so say it's i want to take good care of myself right i want to have good self-care that's something we want so it goes in the circle the big circle but not in ours and we have space to put effort into this as long as it's not hurting us but once it starts squishing in and making our little inner circle when it crosses that line that's where we need to stop immediately and say, this behavior that I'm trying to do to feel better is right now not working. It's missing the mark. I can't pressure myself more to make this behavior somehow make me feel better, right? At this moment, this is when self-care needs to happen. I need to reestablish that boundary around me and say, nothing I want is more important than how my fucking body is under stress in this moment. That's the most important thing. That's where I stop and I say, okay, maybe this is a problem I need to solve, but for right this motherfucking second, I need to go away from it. I need to give myself a five-minute break, a five-hour break, a five-day break. There's nothing good happening once I'm hurting myself. That's where self-care, in my mind, needs to take place. It doesn't even matter if the shit outside of my circle is shit I want, like you were saying. It doesn't matter what I want. If it starts hurting me, I need to stop and take care of my hurting self in the moment and then figure out the rest of that when it doesn't hurt so much. So I don't know. How does that feel? How does it land? I feel like people like the visualization as I've been giving it to them.
0: It confused me this time because you explained this to me um, without the visualization, just talking me through it. I guess that was, was that last week or the week before? It was last week, yeah. Um. It confused me this time, though, when you put self-care outside the circle, because I thought self-care was protecting the circle. Well,
1: well, the point of it is, yeah, self-care is protecting the circle. But what I was saying is that Billy was expressing his version of self-care is checking off the boxes, right? Well, he was saying his is kind of being productive, too. It's meeting these certain standards. And if he doesn't meet the meditations, he's a little like, well, why didn't I? How could I be better? In that moment, when he's saying, how could I be better? He's criticizing his inner child. And like, maybe he's not aware of it, but there is a pain going on inside of him. And that's where we need to recognize, hold on. The thing that I'm trying to do to feel better is actually attacking me now. I need to stop. Self-care is stopping my pursuit of being better at self-care for this moment. Uh That is self-care. It's shutting the fuck up and not doing that to myself. Right. That's so. Sorry. Maybe I should have used a better option besides self care. But like, if I wanted to make a eighty thousand dollars next year, and I got to fucking June and realized I've only made twenty thousand, and it's hurting me to put so much energy into that task, I need to give up and say I need to take care of me. The whole point of the goal of making eighty thousand dollars was to feel better. It's not fucking working. (laughs) I need to stop and practice self care. So I don't know. Does it make more sense? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place. Like Texas, you've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com.
2: I mean, it makes sense, but as far as, like, I guess my bigger problem, and maybe this is some of therapy and 12-step work and all that stuff, is figuring out, like, paying better attention to that inner me part mm-hmm. and giving that its sense of value. Yeah. Because yeah. It, in my thing, has that's not where the value comes from yeah. of how do I feel. <laughs> right, right. That's devalued, so... so
1: imagine if in a moment of you know this maybe critical part this critical parent in you that has been uh programmed in and it's saying man you didn't meditate today you didn't do this you didn't do that and imagine that you could cultivate wait a minute i'm having that thing where i'm my brain's telling me to be better and now what i do when i have that thing is is start asking myself uh what else happened in my day that got in the way and maybe when i asked myself that i realized that like um my kid needed my help for 20 minutes in the morning and that's why i missed my meditation and maybe i stopped and helped a stranger change their tire on the way home from work and that's why i missed the gym and now i can say oh fuck, man i was a really good human today Do you know what i mean it's it's actually stopping tormenting myself for a few minutes and giving me the space that ultimately will say oh I need to take care of that part of me that keeps hurting when I'm not giving me this space, you know, that, that is important. And I'm making it a priority, even though I don't completely understand it yet. I'm just giving it, I'm not going to keep bashing it with how it could be better. Hmm. Even if I don't understand what it wants or how to get to the place where I can praise it or, or give it space. Like for right now, I'm just going to let it, let it know. I I hear it and I see it. And I'm not going to keep criticizing it.
2: Okay, That makes sense.
1: Have you found that listening to the Recovery Sort of Podcast has helped you in your day to day journey? Please share the message of compassion and well being with the loved ones in your life. Connect with us more at recoverysortof.com, Facebook, Instagram, Threads, YouTube, and other social media spaces. And have a great week.